Hey kids, you uh, you trying to get into Segment City? Well, you really shouldn't, because Segment City is a mature podcast, and listener discretion is advised. I'm just trying to look at. I know I'm in an alleyway. I know. I know how I look. But I got some fireworks for you kids. I got snakes and I got sparklers. That's all I got. Oh, don't give me that. There's a game coming out. This might date the podcast, but there's a game coming out called Fall Guys. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm excited for it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. When, <laughs> you're mm-hmm, saying mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. because we talked about it before the podcast. Yes. Um, and they, I watched like a developer commentary thing about it, and they cited a sh- show called Takeshi's Castle. I've never heard of the show. Uh, which it's a, uh, it was hosted by uh, Beat Takeshi. I think his name was his name's Beat Takeshi. No, Takeshi Katano. Okay, sorry. Beat Beat Takeshi was a was a different thing. That was a I think a game that he made. I was gonna say um, his name's called Beat Takeshi, and he doesn't have that, a game show that's like about beating him at something. It'd be great, <laughs> but I didn't watch the actual Japanese. I watched it's okay. So basically, they knew that like Power Rangers, they're like we can't just like port this from Japan. Mm-hmm. Let's add some English stuff to this. Mm-hmm. So there's a show, and I remember this from my childhood childhood called most extreme elimination challenge <laughs> of course yeah yeah yeah. which basically they took and they called it mxc they took the all the footage from takeshi's castle mm-hmm. and then they just dubbed over like american comedians as the two hosts great and then they were just like dub over things for the contestants too and they were just like they're like we don't nobody gives a shit so just do whatever <laughs> so, so it'd be like all right this week we're having clowns versus firemen and nobody stresses clowns or firemen but they and then like every time somebody goes up they like say they do like a fist bump and they say something in japanese but they <laughs> just, they just like have everybody just go like here we go <laughs> like, <laughs> And then they get going, and the, like people just like wipe out because it was it was an elimination course, and like one of the things was you have to go up like a mountain, and there's like big boulders coming down, but they're obviously made of like paper mache, and there's one that was my favorite that was uh you run across this pond that has like uh rocks in it mm-hmm. except some of the rocks aren't like s- oh no stationary like so you fall and you gotta get as fast so people just like fall through and just slam onto a rock oh, no. and they just fall over and they're just like oh man they just eat shit like it was great anyway that's a, that's a totally sounds exactly like thing. the game that's, that's coming out fall guys yes I'm, fall I'm guys. Excited this for is it. N- this is not an advertisement, although Fall Guys developers, if you want an advertisement from us. We're, we've already done the content. They, Shit. they already did it. Damn it. Damn it. Oh, okay, well. All right, next time. Maybe we'll... Not all advertisements are free in Segment City. Welcome to Segment City, everybody. Wait, this how is... does the economy keep going if not, ad- not all advertisements are, uh, are paid for? No, we don't get advertisements. We're not oh, We're not popular oh, enough. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. You, you don't even you think we could get like a stupid dollar? Idiot. You, like think a dollar? Getting, <laughs> you think this is a popular podcast? That's so, that's so pathetic. Uh, this is a show in which Theo and I just kind of mourn 
the lack of popularity of our show. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, it's a show in which Theo and I present segments each week about whatever we really want to talk about. It might be segments about history. It might be erotica. It might be anything that we want. And we try to surprise each other and we try to surprise all of you. Now, what is not a surprise or maybe a surprise this week ooh, is Will's stupid thought. But this is very much Will's personal thought about Theo. <laughs> we're, bringing it, we're bringing it back home. We're bringing it back to the, we're real, bringing it bringing to back to the real side. <laughs> now, Theo, this is an observation I've made about you personally. Oh, here we go. Feel free to roast me like a roasted no, it's, duck. It's... It's only partially a roast. It is. It's more complimenting to you than anything. Uh-oh. But you're a very interesting kind of nerd. Oh no! I feel like you that's don't. Not, that's, no, that's, you're. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? It's a good thing, kind of. Kind okay, of. Okay, so <laughs> audience, think of a nerd. I'm thinking of a nerd. Think of a nerd, probably like a guy with glasses. That's like, hi. Do you want to talk about Magic the Gathering? Do you Theo is not about, that. Do you want to talk about Battlestar Galactica? Theo is. He has all the trappings of a nerd. He wears glasses. Uh, That's it. That's the one trapping. You wear glasses. And he plays video games and he talks about nerd stuff. But Theo is like if Queer Eye <laughs> got their hands on a regular nerd think, and, and, and really put the, the spit shine on them. Because you don't, dress I don't very con- well. I don't conform to the to the nerd norms. You don't, and you also, this is something I've noticed about you. You enjoy, you don't enjoy the, like, the the harsher spectrum of nerdiness. You don't like I going, definitely shy away from things that are hardcore nerdy. Like, yes. I'm very hesitant to get deep. Like, I, I don't watch very much anime. I'm going to tell you that up front. Like, I, I know things about <laughs> anime culture, but I'm not, I'm, not, like, willing, I'm, not, a I'm not willing to commit because I just, there's, there's a deep rabbit hole that I'm not like, I'm not going to invest, but get invested into. That's fair. But also it's, I've, I've noticed this in terms of, cause we, we know people mutually that I would consider like quintessential, Ooh, chef's kiss nerd. <laughs> this is the, the cream of the crop. The this cre- harvest. Like this the, is the, the nerdiest boy. The people that I, because I, on the other hand, enjoy that element of nerdiness. Mm-hmm. I, I can go to conventions and I can revel in just like the big sweaty fat guys and like the people in cosplay. And I'm just like, ah, not exactly my people, but close enough. Like this is, the, I, I'm <laughs> comforted by it. I'm like comforted by like the, the enthusiasm. I enjoy like aspects of it. Whereas I feel like you, my big, big question, why do you hate nerds? Oh, wow. <laughs> just roast me <laughs> no, right I'm now. Just, <laughs> why do I hate nerds? I, I think, I think you have... dumb nerds. Just before you were... I feel like you have a higher social standard for people. Because you enjoy people who are nerds also, but I've noticed that the people that you are definitely friends with are that higher social class of... Not social class, but like <laughs> social level of nerd. We have a Venn diagram here, which is like nerds... And like people, people can socialize, right? Exactly. And, the Ven- and, then, and then my my interest is the people in that middle section of the Venn diagram, people yes. with like the the social skills plus the nerdy interests. That's where I that's where I come in. And here I am, a curator of nerd socially nerd socially conscious nerds. Here we go. That's I'm in the business now. Yeah, you are that. <laughs> Whereas I'm I'm a little bit more of the like I I interact and like talk to people more that I think you would be like meh. 
I don't like that person. Like, you would just, like, drop them immediately. But I'm like, tell me more. This I think is I think I enjoy interacting with people that realize that there's more to life than nerd shit. I think a lot of nerds fall into the category of, like, they take hardline stances on nerd things. But then when it comes to, like, real life, real events that are happening outside mm. of their their comfort zone they're like oh i don't know it's like it's like people that are super deep into nerd shit and they're they're very very intelligent and well and like thoughtful and then you talk to them about like hey like this politics are fucked up and they're like oh yeah i don't vote and i'm like what the hell are you talking about like you're a clearly intelligent person but you don't care about like real world things like that's that's that crosses a line for me there is somebody that we mutually know that i will not name because that would be rude but they are somebody that is known to only have like five things that they talk about very vehemently. Mm. Like they are like, hey, Magic the Gathering, superhero stuff, mm. uh, Super Smash Brothers. What was an, what's like that's that's like their main <laughs> like that's what I would talk and I would, I could talk to them like for a while. I appreciate but that. Eventually, like, I need I need to talk about other things aside from from nerd stuff as well but I think, yeah I think you nerd, you are like but yeah. i think nerdiness, i think nerdiness can can i mean that's that's the that's the quintessential like comic that's the comic book nerd uh uh stencil that like that we've described like anime yes. slash comic book nerd and but those people exist there are, there are, i've met those people are, and i've roomed with those people but there are, you can be nerdy about other things for sure there are like people who are super nerdy about like sports stats like those are those are a different category of nerd uh mm-hmm. It's just like the, the the I think the the uh, category of nerd which we interact with the most because we're kind of in this technology slash gaming sphere well, you, is 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 the is the kind of comic book nerd. We spend a lot of the time also just like playing video games. You're a video game developer, and I'm a <laughs> I'm a software. Right, that's uh, the that's the area so. where we spend our time. Right. Yeah. So I I don't want this to be a roasting slash a like. So Will, hey, why do Theo's you so much you more handsome? Why do you why do you hate nerds? Why well, do I hate myself? Why do well, there's a lot Will, of reasons why, why I hate, hate myself. Um, I think I'm ugly. I think I'm fat. Oh no! Don't. <laughs> oh no! I think I'm dumb. Um, no, is I I think it's just as to kind of put a bow on this. I think you and you're a more well-rounded person, and I bet if you did walk into like a a convention with a cardigan and like dressed up and your hair is nice everyone would be like whoa what's he doing here <laughs> you're a very it, that's why you're interesting like when me, i because you I have walk. you're you're like normal you're like <laughs> <that's>, <laughs> thanks you, well you're okay here's a uh you're normal in the streets nerdy in the nerdy sheets, in the sheets. God, yes that's not a good that's not a good look Maybe, that's a great I mean, maybe it is i don't know maybe it is it's you go i mean you could walk around and everyone's like yeah that's theo you i mean you you in college didn't in freshman year you weren't in the computer science llc which is learning living learning well community. i'm gonna i'm gonna let you on a you were in I'm gonna let you, yeah i didn't fill out the fucking form that's why i wasn't you're an, <laughs> idiot. You're an actual idiot okay that's why you ended up in the music one i, th- yeah. I thought you said to me like i like music i mean like i thought I, that'd be interesting i, I do like Maybe music and your... I, I play play instruments but it's like it's not be- i think I that was I your justification be- to yourself I, I i ended up in that because i i literally don't think i realized that there was a form to fill out it turned oh out God. fine for me it turned out yeah, just fine a, it I think I think it turned out probably as good as possible because then you became friends with me. You came to my LLC, which was the computer science, and you went, 
Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> Don't I'm, need to I'm live good with being these people. a visitor here. <laughs> yeah, I could just like stop in and out, and I'm just like, but this is my life. And he's just like, yeah. It is your life. People are watching uh, Avatar The Last Airbender down the hall from you. Like, there's That was great. That is great. I, I, I support that, and I think it's wonderful. Uh, but anyway, that was just a little bit of I'm like uh, I'm like uh, personal question. I'm like if um, you know those those like Tostitos chips, they're like hint of lime. I'm like yeah. I'm like hint, hint of normal. Like you're, I'm like yeah. a nerd with hint of normal. Hmm. <laughs> Somebody could argue your hint of nerd. Maybe you're mm, maybe, maybe you're I'm normal like, with hint of nerd. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> let's let's see what if you can redeem yourself in the eyes of nerds <laughs> oh, with your next no. segment hope it's a good nerd one. Oh fuck oh, you're gonna fuck do rap yeah. and it's gonna be like <laughs> i do what, have a good nerdy i have a good nerdy segment that's coming up later but it's not gonna be my next one so the transition okay. the transition the, the the weebs out there are not gonna be impressed with my immediate follow-up my to the challenge. my well, the challenge has been stated and i'm not gonna follow it up right now but later please hold on to your tickets folks and stay in your seats Every, yes that's that's a reason to listen to the rest of the podcast because <laughs> i have the nerdy second segment as well so let's I just have get a little, right into I have a little uh, palette palette cleanser for you slash Ooh, mm, ooh let's see I've got what a little, it is mm, you can clear your palate with some gold flakes and some caviar because you've now got a million dollars but there ooh. is strings attached Okay, this right. is always you're. Uh, I'm always up to. I'm always up to something. You with your schemes. <laughs> you get a million dollars, Will. But yes, whenever you're in the presence of someone who is giving a toast, they always end the toast by saying, "And now I believe Will had something he wanted to say." And oh, they absolutely. pass over the mic to you. I'm not even okay. There's multiple levels of why I'm going to immediately say yes. Okay, to this. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I have been to like three toasts in my life. I was thinking nobody's that, but going like... around toasting. I think you're. This is another thing. I feel like you're definitely more <laughs> in a toasting family. Yeah. Like I've met your family. I feel like your family would be big into toasting, mm. which is a. I think it was pretty solid move. That's a. That's a. That's a party move that my family would not do. Toasts are like, toasts are nice. Toasts are good. Mo- I remember the toast because my I remember a toast my grandma did, uh, God rest her soul, in which she, she got up and she said, I want you all to know that you wouldn't be here right now if it wasn't for your horny grandfather. <laughs> and then sat down. What a toast. <laughs> legendary. What a toast. Top and 10 toast I remember of all time. looking around to everyone like, did anyone else hear that? Like, what like, happened? Oh it was God, in the middle of a restaurant. Oh, my Lord. So the I want yes. you to keep in mind with this challenge that we're going to have to we're going into improv a, a speech. No, 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 no. <laughs> no we're we're going into a period of our lives where, assuming Corona oh. clears up, we might be going to a lot of different weddings, and they That's might be true. for like friends of your significant other who you may have met once or twice. Like this is a real hypothetical here. Here's the thing, though, I immediately become an important person. The thing who's is, the, who's they, this strange they, man <laughs> that is given? The the post toast. You think that like their parents are going to be thrilled that this guy who doesn't know their son or daughter is 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 getting up there with the mic to do Absolutely. to do his five minute set. Yeah. So this is. I don't think this is. This is not a. a this is easy. But yeah. I, okay. Parents. Mm, I think my <laughs> my girlfriend's parents would be very impressed. That I, listen, I went yeah, to but how like many, a, a how family many? outing, and I I impressed the family by winning a game, like that a board game. Well, I want to tell you right like, now, kind of like Ooh. I want to tell you right now, 
their opinion opinion of you was probably very low if that was the bar they set. Shit, shit, dude. <laughs> oh goddamn! I think it was because I was like, just like a, just a nice. I look. I think dude, I look like nice just Christian like a nice. Boy. I just look like a nice, like Catholic, like, chubby cheek. <laughs> just like, oh, he looks Laura, so nice. My girlfriend once impressed my family because she showed up for like a weekend, and our, my family really likes playing board games. So we played like. Over the course of the weekend, like four or five board games, and Laura won every fucking game. Like Jesus she Christ. demolished us, and our family. She left, and all the way out there, like next time, don't win so much. <laughs> <laughs> That's how, yeah. If you win too much, then it's like just being she, a, a just jerk. Destroyed us. Then we, you're too good at we, it. Like we're but, like we thought we were good at games, but apparently we're not good at games. I think because how is there a limit on how long my speech has to be? Uh, or can I just say, "Hey, good, good on everyone. Have a great time, everyone." I think and everyone, then everyone's like, "Everyone, ah, uh, yeah." You have to make it at least like, we'll say, we'll say at least like a, a solid three minutes. That's five a long minutes. toast. That's a yeah, long that's a long toast. toast. I, I was going that's, for two minutes, two minute benchmark. Two minutes, okay. I could do two minutes. Yes, I'm still saying yes to this because I think it's, <laughs> if anything, it's a power move. I think you'd become really good at it. Yes, I think I I think your first like year or two years you'd suck, frankly. But a million dollars for like every once in a while, like having to do like a little speech, absolutely. With your million dollars, you could buy a Flava Flav uh, clock to wear. You could (laughs) you could wear a Batman cowl that's really from the set of the movie. I am (laughs) happy for the couple. Let's see. They're having a great. (laughs) Can I dig into the cake yet? No, 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 I'm just kind of getting the two minutes out of the way. Harvey's in a joker here. Uh, is there a joker here? That's right, you is didn't there see the joker here because I beat him up. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would absolutely do this. This is easy. I could hire a guy in a van, and I could have an earpiece at all times if I know there's going to be a toast, and he could just feed <laughs> me shit. Like, I could do that. That would be so much easier. You're just going to keep, like, Obama's, like, speechwriter on retainer just to be like, uh, Mark, I need I need assistance right now. Like, you just keep him on call at all times. And then you would be like, we'll say in a lot of let me be clears. Let me, <laughs> let oh, me, be, clear. Let me be clear. He's saying the American that, people an awful lot. The American people. The American people <laughs> want you to have a great marriage. They're like, really? The American people want us to have the a great American marriage? people want to be clear. Want to be clear? Yep. I do not know the couple oh, okay. before this time. And everyone's like, he doesn't know but the couple. But I'm honored. He, does, he doesn't know the couple, but he's so presidential. Can you? I mean, how can you not like the guy? There's, this is another thing of I could research. Mm. There's a certain level of like preparation I could do. It's I'm not thinking like, of the other angle is like you're in a restaurant and... You're vaguely near another family, and the family decides <laughs> just, to give a toast, and they're like, "And now Will would like to say something." So you're like, "I don't fucking gr- know you." Grandma had a great life, but she's passed away, and now <laughs> we're at her favorite Fudruckers, <laughs> and now going to Will. <laughs> it's like, and I'm, like mouth full of burger. My compliments to the chef. My compliments to your grandma. That's how do I fill it? Too. This is a good burger. And I want to call it, just talk about the burger the entire time. Yeah, I do. Would you do it? I think I'd do it for a million dollars. I mean, it's. I think I think that in my my family, who occasionally will give a toast, like there's already some upcoming expectation that I'd have to give a toast for anyways. So there's mm-hmm. some at, there's not as much added pressure here, because um, it's there's some expectation that even without a million dollars, I'm going to have to make a toast at some point. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. I'm glad I'm glad you could have a million dollars. I'm so happy for you. I'm so proud of you. Mm, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you for going to the next segment. Oh, <gasps> my boy's learning how <laughs> to do great transitions. All right, so this is going to be like a little bit of a theme. I'm I'm trying to put in more interaction between us. I'm like built-in interaction cuz normally we're like let me stop God, you there. Let me cut into your fisting it. Cut, cut. Stop. stop. Okay, do you want to talk about this off the air? Oh do you want Okay, well, oh I'm sorry. I was listening. I was listening. Yeah, I was listening. So so this is a uh, blog that I found. Well, I didn't find it. I f- found it because friends sent it to me while we're on on Discord. Now, I want you, Theo, me, to Theo. guess what what this article is about. Okay. Because um, I'm going to blank out like when it says like for doing this for like trying to make this. It is a recipe. I'm I very. Give you oh, that. it's a recipe. Okay, I, I have it's to a, guess what it's the a, recipe of is how for. to do a thing. Okay, yes. I'm ready. Is um. It, oh, okay. And I'll ask and if you after. can guess. Uh, the question that I asked that led us to this blog post. Okay. Uh, Do I win a prize if I get it right? Is there something under my seat? Should I check? Is there something under your seat? You can check. Fuck you. There's nothing under my seat. <laughs> you, thought I, you thought I was going to sneak into your Corona-ridden <laughs> apartment? Corona I don't think that. Okay, so the article's name is from August, uh, April 16, 2014. 2014. It okay, is... Well Blank dash and why we need secret th- sacred things. Blank and why we need sacred things. Yes, I blanked it out because it's just the name of the, like, I guess you'd say recipe. Okay. I've been trying to show folks ways that they can save money to combat rapidly rising grocery costs lately. <laughs> and one of those is, of course, buying food at today's prices and preserving it. With that in mind, I've done a lot of dehydrating videos lately. I really feel the dehydrator is an often or overlooked appliance that can save you every every household money and freezer space. I've shown you how to de- dehydrate frozen vegetables, make your own instant rice for pennies a serving, uh, and even how to make shelf-stable ground beef. Shelf-stable ground beef. Gross. And now blank. Okay, <laughs> I, I, I did click the link. I clicked the link to shelf-stable ground beef. This bitch just put it into a dehydrator. <laughs> it's just like she, that acting, she's a one trick. Like, you know, she's acting like a, she invented something like a modern miracle of science. Nah, she yes. just threw it in the dehydrator. She just threw it and just like has her her gross. It looks like the bottom of like when you get a KFC popcorn chicken bucket, <sighs> and it's just like gross brown like Mm-mm-mm. nugs. Those um, brown nugs. So this is a big thing of you know it's a dehydrator. It's yes. something dehydrated. Something dehydrated. You don't yeah, know yeah. what. Today, I thought I'd do a photo post instead of a video post. More video posts are coming, blah, blah, blah. First, though, I want to talk to you about something that came to me last week as I was driving to a book signing in North Carolina. This is something that has been placed firmly on my heart. So if it sounds to you as if I'm speaking from a personal conviction, then you're right. Smiley face. Smiley face, not emoji, just the the uh, <laughs> the, the two. Then, yeah, yeah. Uh, if you feel it gripping hold of your heart while reading it, it may be that you're being convicted as well, or maybe you're having a heart attack. I don't know. <laughs> I don't mean guilty or something. I simply mean that wisdom is being passed to you, which was meant to be passed to you, either to help yourself or to help others. 
So take a deep breath and get ready to dive deep with me because that's the the waters I meant to go into today. Or just skip ahead to the blank part. <laughs> <laughs> Smiley face again. Takes out her soapbox and clears her throat. Mm-hmm. That is a thing mm-hmm. that she wrote. Today's word is sacred. I want you to... This is a moment that I... This is a recipe. This is this a recipe. Is somebody's recipe blog. This is, this, is, this is something that pisses me off about recipes because every recipe blog decides that they need to get out on a soapbox to tell you about their recipe. It's a it's a very specific like midwestern middle aged housewife that's bored yes. and wants to talk about her dehydrator, but also about Christ. Yes, like it's a very specific such. Anyway, nothing is sacred. Have you heard that phrase before? It has been around since the dawning of time. To describe times and societies, people and cultures that don't hold anything in so high regard as to consider tampering with it off limits. Used to be, many things were sacred. Nowadays, it is actually in vogue to eschew sacredness of certain things and treat them as disposable and said relationships, people, beliefs, etc. No, don't be go expecting me to write about how you should hold your love of self-sacred. If you want someone to tell you meism is all right, look to the world because you got plenty of that there. I want to be serving that up because I believe that is what got us into this mess with in the first place. Can we just take a breath and? She said a whole lot of word salad there. She that said means a, absolutely nothing. I'm reading this. I've read this multiple times. I don't exactly know what she's talking about, but we're going to continue. She's mad, but she's mad. We can tell but that. She's mad. Somewhere. Oh, by the way, the font size changes at this point. <laughs> and the font, I think the font changes. Somewhere along the line, someone said, love yourself above all others. No one is as important as you are. And we bought it. We looked at the honor and integrity of self-sacrifice of love we had and tossed it into the wind. We saw something that looks easier, more fun, with less work, and we bit. Hook, line, and sinker. And we lost. What did we lose? We lost the joy that comes from sacrifice. We lost the depth of love that comes from digging and working to know a person and loving them and their flaws to see the treasure on the other side. We lost the stability of knowing that someone was going to be there for the next half of our life and just as they were for the first, we lost the ability to depend on people uh, without our fingers crossed behind our backs and our breath held in sacred uncertainty, we Somebody cut off our connection. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we lost our connection with our creator because he might th- expect things of us and we decided that we shouldn't have to live with expectations just in case they didn't make us feel good or required more than relaxation and flatline bra- brain activity. We traded our expectations of liberty because someone offered to take that off our plate in exchange for fewer expectations of us. We walked right past that small group of friends we'd known since pigtails and decided to post of 500 friends on Facebook and said, we've gone through so many subjects. This has been a few paragraphs. (laughs) This is is a critique of social media, of consumerism, of America, of Of not being religious enough. Yeah. We walked away from sacred things willingly, joyfully, tragically. Tragically. We need we need more sacred things in our this lives. This is like Leo. this is like the Michael Scott quote when he's just like, you know, society's messed up. I don't even consider myself part of society. <laughs> <laughs> She's probably like the most Karen woman, just like, I need to speak to your manager because I'm a consumer. I need this. <laughs> We need relationships that we protect and nurture. We need perhaps what fewer the hell did you dehydrate? 
to allow what does she dehydrate? <laughs> to allow time for deepening of the well, we what need the deeper fuck did wells. You put in that, we need in to that focus bag. on lowering that bucket. Hey Theo, I'm having a spiritual moment. Can yeah, you? Yeah, I know, but can I'm you just relax about the whole dehydrating kind of thing? Dehydrator recipe. You're gonna tell no, me. No, no, no. I understand. We'll ride. get back to it. But first, let's talk about God for a bit and deepening <laughs> the well of ourselves. Holy water. Did you dehydrate the Christian? We spirit? need to focus on lowering that bucket every day and drawing up wisdom and growing deeper in who we are, who we want to be, and knowing our ourselves our lines we need to draw lines uh that will not cross <laughs> set standards for ourselves that we will strive towards we need to love someone more than we love you ourselves know, this woman really we need probably, to truly uh, she <laughs> yeah. she applied to write a column in the local newspaper and they were like no and they're like, like absolutely she's not. like fine well i have a recipe blog that i've got to write my column in anyway and she they're, just, they're just, like, she's double dipping do i don't know how i feel about it uh we need to set standards for ourselves and strive towards. We need to love someone that we love ourselves. This is at the point where I'm like, I'm not even doing a dramatic reading. I'm just <laughs> no, like, just all right, come on. There, come on. We need to truly value ourselves and know that the definition of such isn't be good to yourself or challenge yourself. Hold yourself to the highest standard you can set. And once you reach it, set the bar higher. Strive for something. Be a better person today than you were yesterday and better person tomorrow still. Be more compassionate. Make your word mean something. Grow in wisdom. Grow in love. Don't remain stagnant. Grow. And I'm running for president of the United States of America. <laughs> Live for a purpose. We need to hold something sacred. When we do, we need to decide that there are things in our life that are so dear that to us that we need... <laughs> will not cross lines with them or compromise or put ourselves in a position to damage them we people of honor integrity of wooden purpose she's literally this is like a miss she's america just, pageant yeah, she's, just, I, she's, she's just saying rambling. nothing she's nothing we became hope Where, when did we become hope <laughs> What, what hope is you there in this world? You just told me that I was a wretch, that I meant nothing you could, to the society, you and that tell, I had to strive harder. You could tell this is written in 2014. We need more sacred things in our lives. If you find yourself swerving willy-nilly on the road of life, this is the missing ingredient that you can align your steering and make your tires stick to the pavement. And then she does a quote. Uh, and now, for a real <laughs> fruit snack that will have your taste buds singing... <laughs> Blank. <laughs> For a real fruit snack that will have your taste <laughs> I've done a few videos lately on how to use the dehydrator. Uh, I didn't realize how well it received and how many emails I'd ask I, that you'd ask for. Uh, although I do preserve foods, dehydrating takes far less hands on time than preserved things I wouldn't do by traditional canning methods. So today I will bring you another video of traditional posts. Uh, disclaimer, I had to eat a lot of blank for this post. I ate it fresh, I ate it dried, I salted it, I snacked on it, I even had a full meal yesterday of it. When taking the final photographs, fresh blank was cut, I couldn't very well waste it, so I want to thank you, not only for being here, but uh, to eat massive amounts of blank in my life. Let's get hopping. Why would you want to dry blank? Well, sometimes you may have a bumper crop, sometimes we have a good deal and preserve it. This is just kind of like why you'd want to dehydrate stuff. I'm trying to just like push through. Yeah. Because, uh, I don't consider it to be a real blank if it isn't the season for those. Uh, but you know what they say, any port in a storm. I don't think they say that of a fruit out of season. <laughs> I don't think I say, mm, I want, I want a good strawberry. I'm going to have it in the dead of winter. I'm going <laughs> to like any port in a storm. Uh, 
in my mind, real blank are about twice this size, at least, picked from a garden or bought off the back of a farmer's truck and contains lots of tiny black seeds that can be used for ammunition in spitting contests while you sit barefoot in the back. It is watermelon. It's It's dehydrated watermelon. (laughs) Theo. It's 80% water. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, the question that begot this when I said, because somebody was talking about like dehydrated something, like, oh, I'm having like dehydrated. And I was like, can you dehydrate a watermelon? Because what would that look like? What would it happen? It's mostly water. Um, And she just goes, she just goes into like cubing up watermelon. I would say that she's she's done something borderline sacrilegious by removing all she, of the water out of a watermelon she you know, calls she's, it she's, she's she's went on this wild tangent about how nothing is holy and nothing is sacred maybe and she just made something taken, unholy maybe you shouldn't have taken the water out of the watermelon and just made it a fucking blank melon just, she a, just, just a melon she 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 calls it dried watermelon jerky it looks like beef jerky it looks it looks like cartoon beef jerky it's bright pink and it's like it is it is a meat texture it's insane to me that this woman went on one that she went on an entire religious rant that was multiple paragraphs, and, and then she said, "By the way, now we're gonna do dehydrated watermelon." Oh my God, <laughs> what does God? Where is my God now? Where is, I don't where know. Where is your God now? But where is your God now? There is no God, and but there is a next segment. There is a next segment. So Theo, let's kick it over to you, my boy. You know what time it is, Will. It's time for the yokai watch. That's uh, not a reference. That oh, that's nothing. That, that's not a reference that means anything to anybody. No, it um, means something to me. Kind um, of. I didn't. I never watched that. But I just used it because it's a catchy. It's a catchy title for a segment. Uh, I did. I I looked through this list of of yokai, which are these Japanese folk folklore monsters, and I found some goofy ones, and I want to talk oh. about the goofy ones. Okay, let's talk about some goofy yokai watch characters. So, uh, the only reason I know about this is because Annie was really into, there's a DS yeah, there's yokai a, there's watch a game, game. There's a game called yokai watch, and I just stole the name for the segment. But, the, just the, but yokai are, are real are real, like, folklore, yes. Japanese folklore uh, monsters. Um, it is, it's I Pokemon, but the, with folklore. The idea of yokai watch as, like, a a, a, a trading slash training your monsters game is super cool. Like I thought about it, it a bit. And I was like, this is really awesome. It feels a little sacrilegious. If it was done with other people's cultures, like if it was an American company doing that, I think people no, would be Japanese. like, Hey, what Japanese the hell? Yeah. But because yeah. it's Japanese, and I think are that like, Pokemon, hey, okay. a lot of Pokemon actually take from folk, oh, yeah. folklore yokai. Yeah. So I'm going to give you a brief description off of Wikipedia of what a, a yokai is. So that like, People who yeah, have never a, heard of a yokai might know what they are. So a yokai places. often possess animal features, yet others appear mostly human. Some yokai look like inanimate objects, uh, while mm-hmm. others have no discernible shape. So they really can be like humanoid or animalistic or just a random object. Uh, yokai usually have spiritual or supernatural abilities, with shape-shifting being the most common. Japanese folklorists and historians explain yokai as personifications of supernatural or unaccountable phenomenon. In the Edo period, or Edo period, many artists such as Tor- Toriyama Sekian, Sekian invented new yokai, taking inspiration from folk tales or purely from their own imagination. So there's going to be a lot of me butchering names here, and I apologize for it um, mm. in advance. I've broken these down into a few categories, um, and I only got through half of the list I was looking at, so we might do a part two about this. But there are mm-hmm. some good ones here. Um, so first category is just objects. Oh, uh, first okay. one is 
Casa Obake, Obakai. Uh, they are generally umbrellas with one eye and jump around on one leg. I've seen that, actually. I think they might be enemies in Kirby. Really? I forget. Yeah, there's there's some weird... And I've, I think I've seen them in other things. But yes, that was like one that I kind of knew. It's so wacky. It's like an umbrella. Just have an umbrella. An sometimes they have two arms or two eyes, among other features. And they're also sometimes depicted as having a long tongue. It's just like an umbrella. <laughs> it's just an umbrella spirit. I love imagine, it. I love it so imagine much. Imagine having being rainy and then you just feel like a... <laughs> on your hand and you're just like ew like, oh god oh god just hear a growl guy spirits <laughs> stares at you with its one eye the next one is called itan momen it's a piece of cloth that's like uh i forget the dimensions 10 meters by 30 centimeters so a long cloth uh-huh that uh attacks people <laughs> they're said to <laughs> They are said to wrap around people's necks and cover people's faces and suffocate people to death. And in other tales, it is said that wrapped cloths would spin around quickly and come flying, wrap around people's bodies, and take them away to the skies. Just spin it (laughs) There is a story where one man hurrying to his home at night when a white cloth came and wrapped around his neck, and when he cut out with his short sword, the cloth disappeared, and remaining in his hands was some blood. Which implies that there's blood in cloth. I, I'm this not sure how that works. He cut his hand. He's a big drunk. He's a big idiot d- yes. that came. My scarf home. attacked me. <laughs> I'm, uh, honey, you have to believe me. I wasn't out with uh, that girl again. I was fighting a cloth in the alleyway. I wasn't getting into trouble. No. It, that's a somebody saw a action movie and was like, "That's a real thing." When like the hero throws <laughs> a thing, and the guys like, "Oh." <laughs> They saw Doctor Strange and they're like, maybe that's a, a folklore thing we can have is his cape. The next one is Bakazori. The Bakazori is described as a That wand- sounds like a Pokemon yes, Power Rangers thing. It does absolutely <laughs> sound like it. Bakazori, go! The Bakazori is described as a wandering sandal with two arms and two legs, <laughs> but only one eye. So, wait, two arms? Two, two legs? Two arms and two legs. It's a so humanoid it's a sand- sandal. It's like so made it's of just straw. got its arms and it goes like, eh. <laughs> It is said to spook inhabited households during the night, running around and continuously chanting, Kararin, Kararin, Ken Kararin, <laughs> two eyes, three eyes, and two teeth. I, <laughs> if you try to wear me, I'll bite you with my two teeth. <laughs> I eat your slippers and I spook you at night. Come on, put me on. I, wanna, I have a foot finish. Come on. <laughs> oh, no, I hate that. I don't want that to be a detail. Of Come it. on. Oh, no. What's wrong, Theo? You don't want to put your sweaty feet in me. I, I don't want my sweaty feet nowhere, do you, sir? I, I got my own arms and legs. What if I wear little <laughs> sandals and those are possessed? What do you think about that? Whoa, it's like a trail of, of the chain reaction of, of possessed slippers. If if mailman, who delivers mail to the mailman? <laughs> Where do sandals go for other sandals? Do they oh, have no. Feet? Next one is Juboko. A vampiric tree. <laughs> <laughs> Just come closer, please. I can't like, move. Uh, I think I'm not going to, considering that you've got big fans. Uh, fans ah, Just oh, come closer. Oh, no, these are branches. It's like the Wizard of Oz uh, trees that just throw apples. He's like, if you get closer, I will stop throwing (laughs) apples at you. According to folklore, it appears in former battlefields where many people have died, and its appearance does not differ that much from ordinary trees. Since it becomes a yokai tree by shucking up large quantities of blood from the dead, it lives on human blood. 
When a human beca- being happens to pass by, it supposedly captures the victim and changing its branches into the shape of a tube sucks the blood out of the victim. <laughs> <laughs> I thought for I, some reason I, I thought it was going to be like... milkshake. I drink it up. Instead of the giving tree, it's the taking tree. It's the taking tree. I take Got your em. blood. I take your life. I take your blood. I thought you were going to say it got like a person-sized tube and it's like sucked a person up. <laughs> it's just whoop. Like, got you. Like, whoop. like a pneumatic tube. <laughs> Sucks it down into the earth. Just whoop. Yeah. Your blood is mine. You're a blood bag now. Next category is humanoids. Oh, so, I'm one of those. You're a humanoid. Yeah. Uh, first up is Himagon, or I don't know how you pronounce that, but it's Japanese Bigfoot. What? Oh, <laughs> what happened to Bigfoot? Himagon. Himagon. What can I say? He moved to Japan. Himagon. I love that they have their own Bigfoot. He's Everyone a, has their own Bigfoot. A black great. creature with white hands and large white feet, standing about five feet tall. He's a short. He's a short Bigfoot. He's a little guy. Little Bigfoot. He's just like I'm Smallfoot. How's it going? Uh, a Himagon has large nose, deep, glaring eyes, and is covered with bristles. Theories account for his cryptid range from a gorilla, a wild man. Or a deserter from a Japanese, uh, from the Japanese chefs. I don't know what that means. What to an okay. individual ravaged by atomic radiation from the nuclear attack on Hiroshima? It's what they're like. It's either a gorilla or a survivor from World War II. One Aren't of the two. We know it's one of the two. How recent is this Bigfoot? I don't like, know. He's just he he, he begone. He, him around. Him, <laughs> him, <laughs> he was around for some time. Him around. Um. Next is Datsuba. Uh, she is an old woman who sits at the edge of the Sanzu River in the Buddhist underworld. <laughs> oh, oh, just having a good soak here. Just getting my feet, feet Robin. Oh. Let's hear how I'm horrible. Oh, she's horrible. She's absolutely the worst. At the river, she has two primary duties. According to the <laughs> Japanese Buddhist folklore, when a child dies, its soul has to cross to the Sanzu River. Traditionally, when a person dies, it is believed that they can cross at the river at three different spots depending on how they live their lives. Since children have not accumulated enough experiences, however, they are unable to cross. At the river's edge, the souls of deceased children are met by Datsuba. That's... Here, she strips hate... the like children that. of their clothes and no, advises like them that. to build a pile of pebbles on which they can climb to reach paradise. No, but before that's... the pile reaches any significant height, the hag and underworld demons maliciously knock it down. <laughs> She's just the worst. What a jerk. She's just like, build up a thing and you'll go to heaven. They're like, okay, we'll do it. It's We're naked. It's uncomfortable. And she's like, ha, 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 I'm getting pretty tall there. Be a shame if somebody kicked <laughs> it over. <laughs> she's like a big bully on, on a beach. The Buddhist Jizo saves these souls from having to pile stones eternally on the bank of the river by hiding them in his robe. Her second duty is w- this for is, the soul. Can we of- just say, say that hiding naked children in your robe is, well, is he not a great the, look? Is he hiding the pebbles or is he hiding? Maybe he's, he's hiding, hiding the children. He's I hiding think the- he's he's sneaking them into heaven. He's just like, come on, come on, quick, come on, we quick. can cross, we can cross the river. When a soul of an when the soul is that of an adult, the suba forces sinners to take off their clothes, and the old man. Kaneo hangs these clothes on a riverside branch that bends to reflect the gravity of their sins. If a sinner arrives with no clothes, Datsuba strips them of their skin. Various levels of punishment are performed even at this early stage. For those who steal, for example, Datsuba breaks their fingers and together with her Hmm. old man consort, she ties the head of the sinner to the sinner's feet. Great. I'm just going to tie your head to your feet. 
gonna break your fucking <laughs> fingers and then like just tie your head to your feet. And this is stage one of hell. And this are is you stage to, one. How are you, and you're gonna roll across the river? Like, what's the? I I don't. I think you're I just fucked you're at to... that point. Oh, this and is... by, oh, and by the way, we're gonna take your skin while we're at it. Yeah, what's with all the the clothes taking? I clothing taken. I th- feel like she's some when kind when of they pervert. said um you can't take it with you. They were specifically referring to your clothes because you can't take them with you. Yeah. Mm. What about the coins on my eyes? Can I take those? Can I pay her <laughs> off with those? <laughs> what about these coins I stored in my hey. butt when I died? <laughs> hey, you old bitch! <laughs> <laughs> take these. <laughs> take these. She's like, fine. I won't make you take your. I won't skin. break your fingers. <laughs> How strong! Imagine an old woman coming up to you and be like, "Oh, you have very strong hands for th- thieving and just breaking your finger." And you're like, "Oh, oh!" <laughs> next strong up, for an old woman. Next yep. is Tanuki, which is rac- I know Tanuki. You know Tanukis, but you might- I know Mario Three. <laughs> yeah, Tanukis are raccoon combination raccoons and dogs. They're like mixed together. Yeah, and they got big balls. Uh, the folkloric version is. Bake Danuki, which were much more mischievous and powerful. Tanuki in the past were tricksters who possessed the ability to shapeshift. In addition, mm-hmm. they can stretch their massive scrotums. Yeah, big balls. I found them uh, in images using their scrotums as uh, for making <laughs> funny faces, like like <laughs> dressing like dressing them up with hay bales to like form these like clown, you know, like the fake oh uh, glasses with the fake nose and the mustache. Yeah. Like, look like that. Um, they use them as a hat and a raincoat. Uh, they use them as fishing nets for catching fish. <laughs> Imagine being a fish and be like, did I just get caught in a man's in, balls? In a man's ball sack. <laughs> uh, they use them as carpets. They use them as a target for bow and arrow practice. What the fuck? <laughs> okay, I think that this is their fetish. I think and they the, want their ball. They, the, this is like, this is your 4 p.m. ball crushing. The crush like, yes. The, the piece de resistance is they use them as boats. <laughs> <laughs> Just floating along with their balls. I don't know if it's, if it's like a power move or not. It feels like... That your bo- the, your most it's a re- sensitive part is and your most vulnerable part. They're just riding it just and riding shooting around. arrows at it. It's a multi-tool. <laughs> it's a multi-tool. I got my Swiss Army sack. They're just bouncing on it like a moon. <laughs> a <laughs> like one of those fucking, bouncy balls. Oh my god. Uh, next up is Kappa. Kappa are human humanoid reptiles that are said to hmm. inhabit Jap- Japan's ponds and rivers. They are short and scaly, have beaks for mouths, and have a bowl on the top of their head that contains water. If oh, a kappa's bowl is emptied on dry land somehow, they're said to lose their magical powers. Although they're generally malevolent, kappa are supposed to be very polite. If a passerby bows to them, they'll bow back, losing the water in their bowls. If that power passerby refills the bowl, they'll have made a friend and ally for life. Kappa are known to drown children and kill and drink their victims' cool. blood. Great. That sounds like a great ally. He's like, hey, you got any kids you don't like? You got <laughs> like, any enemies with a lot of blood? If you're a kid, you're like, this douchebag Jimmy keeps beating me up. Say I no like, more. I've got I like, him. I like these lawful evil Yes, they, <laughs> they have rules that you just need to know. They, yeah. are, they also have three obsessions. Cucumbers. Okay. Sumo wrestling. Oh, okay. And obtaining shurikodama, jewels that contain the soul, located in people's anuses. Okay. Can you we know, just... This guy's got hobbies. Cucumbers, sumo wrestlers, anus beads. He's just, he's just digging around in people's buttholes. Just, just 
He's just trying to get in there. Just let the man in. I think he lied about it. I think he was just <laughs> trying to get into, into people's buttholes. He's, He's like, did you know that your soul is up? Where are you, where are you going to find my soul? Up your butt. Up, Got up your butt. Up your butt and around the corner. <laughs> hey, boys, where are you going with my butt? <laughs> with my butt soul. Bowl. With, my, <laughs> with my bowl of water. No, oh, no. don't dunk it. All right. And my last, my last uh, pair are in a category that I call bathroom. <laughs> That's not good. I don't like that. That's a bad start. Uh, the first one is Hanako-san. According to legend, Hanako-san is the spirit of a young girl who haunts school uh, haunts school bathrooms. She's said to have been murdered in a bathroom. Uh, the details of her physical appearance vary across different sources, but she is commonly described as having bobbed haircut and is wearing a red skirt address. To summon Hanako-san, it is often said that individuals must enter a girl's bathroom, knock three times on the third stall, and ask if Hanako-san is present. If Hanako-san is there, she will reply with some vari- variation of, yes, I am. Depending she, on the story. She, sto- she, she will sto- respond with occupied. Occupied. Occupado. <laughs> depending on the story, the individual may then witness the appearance of a bloody or ghostly hand. Uh, oh. Or Hanako-san herself. Uh, which may pull the individual into the toilet, which may lead, swirly. which <laughs> may lead to hell, or the individual what? may be eaten by a three-headed lizard. Classic, classic, classic bathroom, prank, classic bathroom humor, classic bathroom jokes. This is I I enjoy stuff like that because you're for us that's like Bloody Mary. Yes, it kind of had a moaning Myrtle from yeah, Harry Potter right, vibe. Or it's just gonna, but it's gonna pull you to the toilet. It's always that twist of just like, twist. it's not like Bloody like, Mary, Bloody oh, Mary, uh, like you die or whatever. The last detail, you're dead. <laughs> it, it, it's like you get dragged to hell through a toilet or a big three-headed lizard just eats you, sure, which is fucking amazing. <laughs> just like, imagine just like, hey, 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 <laughs> we're here to kill you. Oh, they just rip you apart. It's your lucky day. It's not. Our, hey, you, we heard you were talking shit about our friendy. <laughs> Gonna rip you, you apart. You talking shit about Hanako-san? We're here to protect her. Come on, you're coming with me. Hanako-san with a good bull cut. Yeah, Last one is die. Akamanto, who is a, a masked spirit who wears a red cloak. He appears to people using toilets in public or school restrooms. <laughs> he sounds like imagine? a wizard. You're just taking a duke, a dookie, and he's like, "Hey, what's going on, Akamanto he's, here? Bringing he, you the entertainment while you're on the on the john." I just imagine Tuxedo Mask from Sailor Moon. And he's just like, hello! And you're like, ah! Akamanto will ask the occupant if they want red or blue toilet paper. Choosing no, either... either. Ooh, good answer. Choosing either will result in the individual being killed. So they must ignore <laughs> the spirit and run away to survive. I love that he's just like, you take the red toilet paper. We'll see how far the rabbit hole goes. <laughs> like you take the blue toilet paper, you stay in Wonderland. It's just like, <laughs> but no, I'm, I'm good. You're dead. Because <laughs> my immediate thought was, how do I see the the poopy? If red toilet paper, you wouldn't see if you're like accidentally bleeding. Because mm-hmm. sometimes that happens. Blue, I feel like that's just also weird. I love that. The, I love that. <laughs> the, it's just weird. like it's just weird. But imagine like. All right, so if a spirit man comes to you in the bathroom and offers you toilet paper, which I imagine he just reaches under the stall and is like, "Which one?" And you're <laughs> just supposed to like, you're supposed I'm to just like, just kick look away, the door like, open and run away. Like, go away! I'm on Reddit. You're supposed to ignore the spirit being like, mm, "Which mm-hmm. one?" Oh, what? What's this in one of the rolls? Oh, a Tootsie Pop. 
Ooh. And you're just like, I do like Tootsie Pops. And if I choose that one, and he's just like, you, what if you're in a bathroom and you just ran out of toilet paper? And you're just like, I, I need to run away, but also there's but still also, a lot is, down there. This is a good offer, though. Like, this I is can't. A good, I'm wearing tidy whities and it's not going to be great. And also, I'm at school, and I'm going to get made fun of. I can't just go to another bathroom. He might find me there. <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna follow me out of the bathroom. He's I gonna... have duty pants and can't run very fast. And he doesn't have <laughs> duty pants. And he's a spirit. Imagine being in school and just seeing a kid shuffling down the the <laughs> like with his pants around his ankles, and he's like, he's after oh, me. Come on, then, he's after me. And then a man in a cloak is just like, which toilet paper? <laughs> I'm the janitor. I just need to know what's the school colors. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot which one to offer him. Well, that was wonderful. It's it's good because it's funny because and it's history and it's history and it's a little cultural cultural education there. A little bit of cultural education. Now, Theo, I'm going to send you something on. Uh, this is another one of those. I want us to both be doing stuff give for this. That, so give me that interaction, my dude. So, this is one of the uh, most famous fan fictions ever, and I don't know if you know anything about it. It's called My Immortal. I don't know anything about it. It is uh, a Harry Potter fan fiction, mm-hmm. and you will very swiftly realize why it is famous because it is uh, very poorly written. <laughs> so we're gonna go through, and you can tell, like, you immediately know the person, like you can imagine them in your mind, and I want you, I want your opinion on it. Because okay. we're we're gonna go through, we're gonna just see how far we get, because we're gonna do chapter one, and there's like forty four chapters, but each one is like a few lines. So what we're gonna do, I'm gonna do like all the establishing text and stuff, and I'm going to be playing Ebony Darkness Dementia Raven Way. I can't get over her name. Her name yes is, has dementia in it. <laughs> you yes, and you you get to play play all the other characters. Okay, or we could flip flop this if you'd rather, but. Um, that's I'm very excited. I'll play the other characters. Okay, chapter one. Uh, A N, which I think authors note. Special fangs get it because I'm gothic. To my GF, ew, not in that way, Raven. <laughs> Buddy tears six 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 for helping me with the story and spelling. They really didn't help. Oh God, <laughs> the, you rock. You can, you can see what kind of shape the story was in before the uh, before the editing based on this note. Justin, you're the love of my depressing life. You rock to MCR rocks. Anyway, let's get into the story. Hi, my name is Ebony Darkness Dementia Raven Way, and I have long ebony black hair. That's how I got my name. Presumably, at your birth, you That's also not... have this long, long ebony hair. Okay, at, we're just when you're, yeah, <laughs> when you're I, I can't a baby. It. When you're a baby and you have your long hair, and no, they're let's like, name her Demen- We were gonna name her yeah. Dementia Way, but let's Ooh, go with her- Ebony Darkness Deme- Dementia Raven Way. Her grandpa has dementia. <laughs> she was probably going to get it. We're keeping the name in the family. <laughs> with, with purple streaks and red tips that reaches my mid-back in icy blue eyes with limpid tears. And a lot of people tell me I look like Annie, Amy Lee. Authors note, if you don't know who she is, get the hell out of here. Whoa. I don't, I'm, <laughs> what if J.K. Rowling just put that put in her thoughts in the middle of like... Others note, Harry's being a whiny bitch, and I don't know how to feel about it. <laughs> My name's Neville. Authors note, if you like Neville, get the hell out of here. <laughs> I'm not related to Gerard, Gerard Way. 
But I wish I was because he's a major fucking hottie. You wanna now, be, let's just you, take let's just a minute. Like, like, you want to be related to someone who's you a major fucking be, hottie? You want to be related to Gerard Way of My Chemical Romance mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. so that you presumably you can be hot too? I don't know. If, I'm not sure are how you this not, works. Or, you're already establishing yourself as pretty hot. Right. In terms in the eyes of a, a 13-year-old. I'm a vampire, but my teeth are straight and white. That's usually what vampires are I'm like. A, I'm a vampire, but I had I had orthopedic surgery, so I have pale white skin. I'm also <laughs> I'm also a witch. I'm also a witch, and I go to a magic school called Hogwarts in England, where I'm in the seventh year. I'm seventeen. No, you're not. <laughs> this writer is not 17 i'm a goth in case you couldn't tell and i wear mostly black i love hot topic and i buy all my clothes from there wow. for example today i was wearing a black corset with matching lace around it and a black leather miniskirt pink fishnets and black combat boots i was thank wearing black for, lip for, set. thank you for the example i really oh, this is painting a word picture Hey Theo, we're not done. Can you just not interrupt my? Sorry, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the word picture that I, me off. as. Let me just back off. Let me just back off. Yeah, 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 yeah. I want this to be interaction, but only in a way that I want. <laughs> no, I was wearing black lipstick, white foundation, black eyeliner, and red eyeshadow. That's a look. That's a very specific. Like that's so that's much hot on topic. your face. That's a hot topic look. I was walking outside. Walking outside Hogwarts. It was snowing and raining, so there was no sun, which I was very happy about. Mm-hmm. A lot of preps stared at me. I put up my middle finger at them. Fuck you, Fuck preps. You. Fuck, Fuck you. you, preps. This is you now. Hey, Ebony, shouted a voice. I looked up. Oh, you, do you want to do that bit? No. Yeah, I could do that bit. Uh, I looked up. It was Draco Malfoy. What's up, Draco? I asked. Nothing. He said shyly, you're doing a great job. But then I heard my friends call me and I had to go away. Chapter two. End of chapter. Hard cut. Author's note. Is it good? Please tell me, Fangs. Author's note. After she does the chapter two thing. Fangs to Bloody Tears for helping me with the chapters. By the way, prep stop flaming my story, okay? Oh, I just understood that they're using the word fangs as instead of thanks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, got it. Yeah. Uh, Because she's a vampire. Yeah, uh, yeah. The next day, I woke up in my bedroom. It was snowing and raining again. <laughs> mm-hmm. I opened the door of my coffin and drank some blood with a bottle I had. My coffin was black ebony, and inside it was hot pink velvet with black lace <laughs> on the ends. I got out of my coffin and took took of my giant MCR, which is my chemical romance t-shirt, which I use for pajamas. Instead, I put on black leather dress, a pentagram necklace, combat boots, and black fishnets on. I put on four pairs of earrings on my pierced ears and put my hair in a kind of messy bun. It is not a chapter of My Immortal unless she describes every single thing. That's that right. She's wearing. Yes, she has to do it. Annie, who is way more into this scene than I, has like she knows about my immortal and we've read it we haven't read all the way we would read a few chapters every now and again she's like there's a thing in the community where if she doesn't describe exactly what she's wearing (laughs) she's implied to be naked (laughs) which is amazing (laughs) my friend willow author's note raven this is you wake up and is grinning grinned at me she has flipped her long waist let length raven black hair with pink streaks and open her forest green eyes well they don't look similar at all 
No, not at all. She put on her Marilyn Manson t-shirt with a black mini fishnets and pointy high hero boots. Uh, we put on our makeup, black lips with foundation and black eyeliner. RMFG, I saw you talking about Draco Malfoy yesterday. She said excitedly. Yeah, so, I said, blushing, even you, though she's a vampire. Do you like Draco? She asked what, <laughs> so we went out of the Slytherin common room into the Great Hall. No, I so fucking don't, I shouted. Yeah, right. She exclaimed. Just then, Draco walked up to me. Hey. Hi. I, oh. Hi. <laughs> he said, hi. I re- Wait, I got to do that better. Hi. I replied it flirtily. Flirtily. I love the word flirtily. Flirtily. <laughs> Guess what? He said, what? I asked. Well, good Charlotte and I are having a concert in Hogsmeade. He told me. Oh, my fucking God. I screamed. I love Good Charlotte. They are my favorite band besides my chemical romance. Well, do you want to go with me? Yes. I gasped. Chapter three. <laughs> Chapter three. <laughs> uh, I think we're. Do we want to get to chapter three next time? Because this one's a little bit longer. Sure, we'll do that next time. We'll, we'll leave a little bit of a, it. It's it's a it goes off the rails. What do you think so far? It's hilarious. There's there's it's a written, big. It's written by and for middle school girls. Oh, absolutely! Like every fan fiction. Yes. But would it surprise you if I told you? And I don't know if this is going to ruin the mystique for you. But there is debate on whether it is faked. Oh, I see. And there's both sides. I think there's both sides that have very strong arguments. It is a very interesting thing to like ponder over because it's so on the nose it's and so, so on the nose. The fact it's that she's so like on the nose, like like she's wearing My Chemical Romance stuff. She's wearing fishnets and like a leather, like the classic two thousand. So classic. When was, when did it come out? Oh, I think like two thousand one or something. It's not nineties because it was. But it's on borderline. It's, yeah, it's like it's early internet kind of stuff. Wow. Um, but it's just so fucking like. There's later parts that you'll get to that you're just like, okay, maybe this is fake. This because this is too weird. <laughs> but also, it's like so. It's it's so interesting. Anyway, very interesting. Like our podcast segment, city. But sadly, this is the end of the episode. We've reached the end. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this episode of Segment City. If you want to email us, send us an email at segmentcitypodcasts at gmail.com. Hit up our Twitter at Segment City, our YouTube Segment City, where we have individual segments that you can send to friends and such. Uh, And also, give us a rating. Give us a review. We love seeing that. If you want to hear more uh, uh, from My Immortal, please send us an email or leave us a review saying what you guys like, because we do base it off of what people like. I don't. Will does, but I don't. We have, I mean, we should probably give a thanks to one of our biggest fans. I don't know if she would be like to be called our biggest fan, but I'm going to call her our biggest fan. Wow, that's strong, strong words. Strict shout out to Rachel Robinson, straight from Will's mouth, except for it's coming out of my mouth because he, uh, mm. you know, he, 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 he's too much of a coward to say her name. He knows that if he invokes her name, he's, she's going to come haunt him. Yeah. Uh, in the form she's, of uh, an umbra- she's gonna be of in an my bathroom, or a bathroom spirit, or uh, yeah, or a sandal. Uh, but I don't want to be eaten by a three-headed lizard. <laughs> we all know that Rachel has a dog that is a three-headed lizard. It's not a dog; yeah. it's a it's a three-headed lizard. Um, thank you, Rachel. She does our intro music. She has our own podcast called Create Loud. Go check it out. And 
check yourselves out in the mirror, you sexy beasts. And that's the end of the oh, podcast. Shoot. I can flirt with the, the audience. You know why? Because my girlfriend's part of the audience. And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's the end of the podcast. All right. Bye, everybody. Goodbye. I love you, especially one person in particular. It's me. It's the... Uh,